This week we are going to talk about gateway computers to invest or not to invest in other tips for fishing with Tom Waits. You know what? No. I had a, I had a gateway. I had a gateway. It was cool for a while. It was about to- I was about to say, I just took the hard drive out of a gateway like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Mine was the size of a VCR, so it was ahead of its time. Oh, wow. No, we're going to talk yeah. about Tattletales. Tattletales. I actually have a buddy of mine who is a professional fisherman. I don't like fishing at all. Neither no. do I. I hate it. It's not my like, thing. I could drink and fish. Oh, speaking of drinking, check this. Uh, Main Street, where I live. Yeah. They yeah. are opening a 1940s themed sober bar. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. I drove wow. by uh, last week. I think that should be on our list of things to do, just for no other reason. Absolutely. Than figure out if it'll work. Absolutely. Dwayne, I swear you have the best audio out of all of us. So to, I was all right. So I know my audio sucks because I edit all this and I sound like shit and I'm using AirPods. But uh, <laughs> I mean, so I was like. A-U-K-E-Y Sports. They're just some $20 Bluetooth. Yeah, sponsor us. Are those the Aftershocks? No, no. They're they're kind of like skull candies. I'll show you. Uh, um, you know what we need is a, is a headphone sponsorship. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. But uh, so I tried. I was like, all right, I'm going to plug in my old Apple headphones. And I just got the iPad Pro, which is not a lightning connector like all the Apple products. They switched to USB-C. So nice. (laughs) So I'm back to using my AirPods. Finally, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, Takashi69, what what were your thoughts on just Takashi69 prior to this album? Troll. 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 Like, you know what I mean? Troll, super troll. Okay. To, 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 to be honest, like I may have skimmed through like two of his songs previously before he went to jail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew who he, I knew who he was, like just his persona and the headlines that he was getting. I knew I wouldn't be a huge fan of him. That's and you know, so you're going into this eight. with the preconception that you you don't like him. Like I, I mean, I first saw the dude in a meme. Like he was the the rainbow child of Brooklyn or wherever he's from. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's exactly. Yeah, but before this, I did hear the first single. What was that? A uh, Goomba, a Gooba, or whatever Gooba. it was. Gooba. Yeah, Gooba was the first yeah. single. So I had. So I listened to it. You know, what I mean, it's the first thing you release since jail, and you always got to check out. You know, the guy who leaves. You know what I mean? Right. So I checked it out, and so I was expecting that vein of music, which was fine. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to get into it and see how. Uh, since you have, since you have a kid who is more into this era of yeah. music, so versus mine, I actually mentioned that when we're. So let's just talk about the first track, um, "Locked Up 2 featuring Akon. So we saw a clip of this after he was released from prison. Um, so <laughs> it's funny. So it's a, it's a cool throwback, but like his fan base, unless you're on the up and up, like they don't know locked up the original locked up from Akon. Like I was talking to my daughter about this and like, I'm like, do you even know locked up one? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, so this, like this whole, the whole throwback isn't relevant to, to her. Right. But like, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, so the I don't subject think they- matter. 
the subject yeah, well, that, matter works like for his situation because he was locked up but the the lyrics are locked up they won't let me out except they they did let him out and not only did they, they let did. him out yeah they let him out early yeah so i thought that it was a it was a good setup like he was like it would work you know what i mean like with the subject of his album i'm like oh okay like he's gonna tell a story you know what i'm saying like the whole thing yeah. but he never did i'm the reference is funny, yes, I get it, but if it's not relevant to the youth now and his demographic that he's looking for, I don't think it was worth it. Not really, and it may have just been for him. I mean, but I, there's people you know like us who who do get it, but I, I feel like we should also preface yeah. this whole thing that Takashi Six Nine was arrested and facing forty nine years in prison, and he snitched on everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody. all of all and, of. Them. And this album is called Tattletales. And that is, yeah, a fantastic album title. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. When I first listened to it, like when it's because it started off the project, my only thought was why, like, like why are you doing this, you know? And then the more I listened to it, I'm like, this beat sounds like garbage. So then I went, back, yes. So then I went back and listened to Akon's version and the Akon remix. And the beat is sounds infinitely better. It's like he ripped the beat from YouTube. Yeah. Recorded to it and then released it. Yep. So I was like, dude, that's not, like, that's, that's a horrible idea. Like you have Akon literally with you in person. You could have had him send over a file, you know what right. I mean? And then I'm listening to Akon and I'm just like, he doesn't even sound good doing his own chorus. Right. No. Like he's like, Oh, I'm here to do this. Uh, I don't really want to do this. You know, like I think they'd have been better cutting the original chorus in from the like you know, like it was a mixtape. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe, absolutely agree. It made me have the to time go. frame between the two is actually kind of crazy. Sixteen years between the yeah. two. Yeah. If that don't make you feel and, old, I don't know what does. I right. <laughs> yeah, and what's and what's crazy to me is Tory Lanez released a, a mixtape. Basically, he was singing over other people's stuff. And Akon, you hear the story from, you know, Tori is that he wouldn't let him use Locked Up. And, you know, he, Tori Lanes is, you know, actually nice, you know, and does his thing. So I was just like, that's interesting that he wouldn't even, you know, do that and then turn around and just with all the controversy alone, come and do it on this. Yeah. Next track is 2-2. 2-2. 4. 2-2. It was nice. <laughs> it wasn't. It, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was not terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I was, I said, hey, it sounds like a slow cl- club banger. You know what I mean? And his yeah. chorus that it's had that, that new pop rap vibe. Yeah, yeah, had that had that pop rap vibe. You know, his auto tune was set a bit crazy, like so you can't understand what he's saying. But I'm like, you don't yeah. really need, but you don't really need to for this song. You know what I mean? The chorus and that beat are gonna do what it needs to do. Uh, right. So, you know, is it a classic? No, but you know, it, it's above average easily. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call it above average. I think it would be very in that pocket of average. Very average. <laughs> There's no taste in there. Yeah. It, I'm, That's, it, yeah. It, it ain't the worst track on this album. No, it isn't the oh, worst no. track on the album. No, absolutely not. Um, and then the first, so the first single was the next track, Gooba. Um, 
that I mean, this is like the classic Takashi sound. And I, like when I hear right. it, I'm just like, what, what, who hurts you? Why are you so mad? Why are you yeah. yelling at me? Yeah. And but it works. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, that's the worst part is that it works. You know, yeah. I think it was a, a good choice for a first single coming out, you know, both barrels blazing, so to speak. Like his delivery and his like in your face energy actually reminds me of like old Pitbull, like two thousand. Well, I don't even remember what it was like two thousand and three, like TVT Lil John era. You know what I mean? Like he had a vibe and an energy to him. So I thought it was good. I gave it, I gave it another four. I think the outro pretty much summed it all up for him, though. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. fuck you, basically. You know, yeah. and I think it worked. Yeah, he's been on that fuck you shit. He was on YouTube fucking telling people to come find him because he can't go nowhere. Yeah, well, I was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And they did. They did. You know, he's posting pictures on Instagram and then some white girl found him and yep. post took took a picture of him taking a picture of himself and posted it on the internet. Yeah, he ain't, so, I mean, he ain't the most incognito dude. You know what I mean? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, absolutely not. He could not hide anywhere. <laughs> nope. All right. Next track is Wait. Uh, it was a chill track. I like this one. It it was cool. It was. Eh. Yeah, that was that was me too. I like that was me too. Go ahead, John. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I I actually liked the beat in this one. The rest of it, I, I'm with you. It was just it's fine. I actually liked the beat on this one. It, I I can't tell you what it was, but I liked how it was. It it it, it, it was just one of the nicer beats that I I liked on the tracks yeah so yeah I, I dug the beat too i thought it was, had a nice little vibe to it and i thought that his singing was in the pocket nice you know what i mean like, yes so nice that i didn't mind that it was short like you know like last week we were talking about how Nas all his tracks felt short yeah but i think one was put together well enough where you didn't even mind that it was short it was in and it was out you know what else caught my attention yeah. about this track? And now I'm not, I'm no six nine connoisseur, so I'm not going to speak to his other albums. But I think this is the first track that's not titled after a woman's vagina. Besides Maybe. locked up. Maybe. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, relatively speaking, locked up. You know, virgin <laughs> territory. I'm not. I'm not going to say no. There? You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's a stretch, yeah. but I think it still works. Yeah, that's a stretch. All right. But, uh, uh, fifth track, Charlie featuring Smiles. Uh, it, again, it's a typical yelling, yelling. Why are you yelling at me? But um, like lyrically, the verses are absolute garbage, and yeah. the, yes. the punchlines were also garbage. Yeah. I think it was so bad. Smile stole the show. Yes. Wow, that that's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because smile like, like, lines like, are garbage. <laughs> well, I know, I know, and I think the beat was horrible too. Like you know, to me, you yes. got you can't be whack and have a bad beat. I think that flute just completely was horrendous, and you know, so I, I gave it, I gave it a two, which isn't even the lowest rating I give this project. So. But yeah, I yeah. Think, so far, I, think I know which one you gave worse. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping we all agree. Yeah. So. My my note specifically says I don't like anything about this song. <laughs> Beat is bad. <laughs> Concept is bad. Zero stars. Yeah. That's just what my note says. I was like, I don't like anything about it. It's just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- right. Definitely a victim of falling where it falls in the project. Like it could have been also very true. A half step higher somewhere else. 
right. Then we got yeah. Trolls yeah. with Nikki, which was the second signal. I feel like this was probably the hit of the project. Um, I like, all right, so I like his style in it when yeah. he's not yelling. Like, I feel like he should use that more. Yeah. Um, some, some tech Nina, nah, Nina. Like, I like that shit. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I'd listen to that. Yes. Uh, yeah. The melodic yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki, though, was Nikki was Nikki. I feel like I, I if I didn't know any better, I'd say I heard that verse before. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the problem was that's vintage Nikki. You know what I mean? Like I went back yeah. and listened to the her, the rest of Takashi stuff just to catch up, basically, mm-hmm. after I listened to this album. And Nikki brought her New York side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her mixtape side every time she worked with him because he's from New York. You know, it's like I felt like it was a vintage, mm. like a vintage Nikki vibe. And like when I listen to it and I listen, he comes first, you know, and then she comes in and she trashes the whole song for him and then gets to the end. And he comes back and it's like that last chorus. And I'm just like, yo, this would have been a much better Nikki song, like solo. Oh, yeah. Than he was. So I, I thought it did well, like as is, you know, what I mean, as the second single or whatever. But, you know, what I mean, I'm- you kind of want Nikki to snap off a little more and just wrap the whole song herself. I just want Nikki to have more depth, I think. Well, she, that, we should just, just do that general, some, not, some not yeah, but she, like, Well, so, so far she's on par with the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. So the, the depth is, you know, withstanding. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, she's the only, like, true, I don't know, A-level feature that's on this project. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you look yeah. back at any of his other projects, no oh yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and so on his old projects, he had everybody as a who's who of up and coming, you know, features. You know, that was two yeah. years, two years ago, and then now, you know, calling that New York favorite yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Next track is Nini featuring Left Side. Uh, did anybody know what they were talking about? No. No, me either. Yeah, but, the, whole, the whole thing was in so, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. What I decided was <laughs> I liked it. Like, I liked the vibe of it. You know what I mean? Like, I like dance. It was music. a cool tropical vibe. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I this is not the music I enjoy now. But, like, when Daddy Yankee was popping, you know what I mean? It, that would have been something yeah. to listen to and vibe to. But it feels a little more modern. I'm like, it might do good in the right type of a club setting, you know? It was so it yes. came across as average. I do feel like he phoned it in though. Yeah, hey, just there was nothing special about it. I don't know if he see. phoned it in or not. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> fair. That's fair. So the next track is Punani. Uh it was okay. It's a club track. It, whatever. Yeah, it's definitely a club song. Yeah. I mean that it, it yeah. just is what it is. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, hey, it's cool overall. Like in the club setting, I think it'd be nice. Like my favorite part was that the beat and the chorus were really together. Like it reminded me yes. of the old T Pain Cash Money vibe. And then like when he had the beat chops, I'm like, he they're doing the instant stop, you know, cash money drops. You know, like to me, I'm like, I didn't like the verses. I'm like, you know what would have made this song really nice? The hot boys. Like just take them off, get all the hot boys in. <laughs> Even leave the chorus. You know what I mean? Uh so like I and it was just average overall, but like I said, it gave me that that old school cash money vibe, and you know it was a welcome you know escape for the rest of the project. Yeah. Next track is Yaya again. I don't know what he's talking about, but when I heard this one, so it didn't dawn on me 
with Nini. But when I heard this one, I'm like, all right, so the beat's cool in this one. But with the Hispanic tracks, like, I can appreciate it because he's Hispanic. And I'm sure yeah, he has yeah. a, a larger Hispanic audience. So, like, I can appreciate that, that you're not isolating, you know, yourself to one fan base. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Track was okay, though. I thought it was trash. Absolutely trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I don't like the beat, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like the cadence. Oh, see, and, I love but, the beat. Yeah, the, yeah it's, it's... The, the problem is, is it'll so, actually do well at a club. Yeah, the right kind of venue, yeah. I mean, you know, some quinceanera somewhere, yeah. this will be jamming, but... No, I'm, down in Florida, they're going to be jamming to this, buddy. Yeah. Well, we know the Florida types, so. True. Next track yeah. is Leah. Uh, so, all right. There's an Akon feature on this track. Am I right? Yeah, you're, you are correct. Okay. He's in yes. there. Yes. He's in there. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, no. Nope. Especially Same. his verses. It, it almost sounds like he's surprised someone wants to sleep with him. Maybe maybe because it's he's surprised in it. Yes, it's an adult. Yeah, maybe he's because he's surprised. Yeah, yeah, could be. Nobody, nobody, the, the pedophiles are. Yeah, yeah. Let's get over that part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's make let's make a mistake about it. Takashi is a fucking trash human being, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, my first note in this is this is not the Akon I want. No, you know, like I looked it up. I looked it up, and Akon's not in the writing credits or producing credits for this song. So I'm guessing that while he was there doing Locked Up, you know, he got a two for one special on a chorus. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. 2006 yeah. Akon ain't coming back, but that sleeper Akon that that, that dropped, I, I, it was close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was all, all, it, his EP, for what it's worth, was just a project full of album cuts. They didn't have a single. Yeah, dude's busy building the city, man. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Build Wakanda with 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 U.S. architects. If you want to read deep into the fine print on that, yeah, uh, Acorn. But, wow. Yeah, but to me, this song felt like an old school throwaway T Pain track. Like some may kind of would have been like, "You want this? No, cool. Let's just throw it away." You know what I mean? Like it just there yeah. was nothing special to it at all. Track 11 is Gata featuring Lil AK. This is the worst track on the album. It's up there. It's what I expect from Six, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just I, getting I in. Thought, so I th- okay, so th- you... All right, so I thought this what? was the one we'd agree is the worst track on the album, but I guess not. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, but that's, but that's okay, though. Like, to me, to, like not as a fan of Takashi, but just a fan of music in general, like, I could see this doing well in a little John TVT pre-social media era. You I know what I mean? Like, you word for word my notes on this track. Yeah, go for it. dot, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Like, that is the type of music that Lil John and them were making, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's out Dylan, hold, hold on. Dylan, I want to read you word for word my notes. <laughs> Meh. Okay, bounce. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Word for word. Yeah. So, so I'm with you, Dylan. It's it's down there. It's definitely down on the yeah. list. It's not my lowest. Leah was my second to lowest, but this was right up. You know, number yeah. two, two I stars. I I gave it three average because you know I mean like I said I I can see it doing well in a different era, but uh, mm. I don't know the okay bounce maybe could 
push it up to a three well, that's, for average. That's what I'm saying. Like it would have fit in in a different era when people wouldn't know who he was, had no story, and just went off of just the track alone. I think it would have been okay back then. Yeah. All right, GTL. Uh, garbage. Hey. Absolute garbage. Hey, my first. The effect note- sucks. It's overprocessed. Oh yeah, yeah. My first notes on this was I thought we already had a locked up on the project. Like, <laughs> beat, like the chord progression, everything. And like, so I, I had to listen, listen to this twice back to back. And I was just like, you know what? This beat would have actually worked better as locked up to than as this song. Yeah. So like once I got past the beat sounding like what it was, it was fine. And it would have fit earlier in the project. And I think like I gave it a two, but I think it would have been a better song if he would have actually sung, which we've heard him earlier in the project, actually get yeah. some singing in instead of the mumble singing. I think I think it would have been higher, you know, like quality. even had the prison call at the, the beginning of the track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, so I thought that it would have done well higher up. Like I said, I think it would have been better, but as it is, it's pretty trash. All right. The whole thing sounded like a prison call. Yeah, it did. Uh, last track. So I'm really interested to what everyone has to say about this one. Um, I'll let y'all go first. All right. Uh, I thought it was an Akon vibe. Like in six can do the vintage Akon cadence. You know, that's what I got from it. Like right off the bat was that he had the cadence down. Uh, but the more I listened to it, the more I thought that it was on par with a lot of the other singing rappers that are out like Lil Baby and them. Uh, so I don't think it's a horrible song, but it's definitely not something I'd play again. Uh, like I just said, Hey, it tops off at average for me, but not great by any means. Not even as good as the earlier project, earlier tracks in this project. John, what'd you think? So it, it, to me, it sounds like the most put together track on the whole album. Okay. It sounded like he sat down and tried to make this song and it was okay. I think it was a little above average. I gave it like a four. Um, he actually talks about stuff, stuff that's special to you and stuff. And, but he also throws in like killing folk and stuff. So it's a little weird to me. I mean, I guess he's just like kind of a little weird dude or whatever, but not overly my favorite song on the album, but one of the better ones that he has, I think. All right, yeah, so I'm way off base with y'all on this one. I love this song. This actually made my monthly playlist. I had a fucking oh, epiphany no. when I heard this. I was like, Man. my thoughts were, I'm like, damn, you might actually be talented, but you choose not to be most of the time. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can agree with that, actually. That's kind of my vibe for the whole project. <laughs> yeah, like, I love this song. It was a good song. Um. And all, like, I'd give this project a two out of five. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. and I may be putting some bias in there because, like, Takashi sucks at a, being a human. But, and that's not even fr- from the snitching thing. Like, the snitching is what it is, but it's mostly the fucking sexual assault fucking right. pedophile shit. Didn't know about any of that stuff. Yeah. You should, you should, I, you should wiki in your background report just so that you're prepared for these guys. Yeah. Yeah. that's fair and like i I don't know what y'all opinions on snitching are but i feel like his was his was straight up snitching but my opinion on snitching right so like let's say we're all together and Dwayne kills somebody 
And I'm like, hey, dude, we were supposed to just beat him up. Why'd you kill him? I don't know. I just killed him. We all get in my car. Dwayne stashes the gun under the seat. I get pulled over. Yeah. I got the gun that was used to kill somebody. And When did you get pulled over? The same day we're driving back with all of us in the Irrelevant. car? But they're like, they, they get the gun. They're like, <laughs> hey, we don't think you did this. We just think you had something to do with this. We're going to charge you with as an accessory to murder. I ain't snitching at that point because I was an accessory to murder. I did that shit. Right. Now, if they're trying to yeah. pin me with murder one and Dwayne knows I'm getting pinned with murder one and he don't take that charge. Oh, I'm snitching. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I can't I can't even be mad at you about it, though. You know what I mean? Because you're right. I'm, I'm already an accessory. Right. right. So take the charge. It's it's going to be if that's what you're coming with. Sure. Let's just do this. If you're going to charge me with murder, which they probably would, because they would absolutely not charge you an accessory because what, it was in a car and you have it and it's yours. Yeah. So they're like, boom, murder. Hell yeah. That ain't my fucking shit. <laughs> Take to put DNA or something, whatever. Go look. This motherfucker over there has got GSR on his arms. Go get him. <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, like, I don't have a general problem with snitching in general. Like, the idea, like, there's a time and a place for everything. And facing 46 years, yeah, there's a lot of people who say, you know, they would never snitch in that situation. But uh, that's 46 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, but why not just avoid the people that are trying to get you 46 years? Hey, but see, if I seen Dwayne murdered somebody and we're just going to let it all happen, I'm not sure me and Dwayne can be like, cool, cool, like that. Hey, man, cool. Hey, see you at work, buddy. Hey, hey, but you know, I don't know his personal situation. You know what I mean? Like, you know, being no, true that being in a gang like story is don't don't associate yourself with people that could get you in trouble yes. for 40-some years. Exactly, exactly. The more you know... Also, don't get tattoos on your face. And maybe you could enter with your face. Protection. Yeah. yeah that'd be better, that'd be <laughs> there's makeup to cover because that now. There's no telling yeah. what this dude's life's going to be like when he gets off house arrest. Oh, uh, no. He'll probably the same. He'll stay in the house. I did, I on did see on Twitter today that his net worth is $8 million, So, like, I'm sure this dude could afford fucking security. Hey, by the way, that's yes. more. Than, that's more than Jim Jones from last week. Yeah, that's if anybody's true. keeping score. Yeah. Oh wow! Didn't know also, that. Also, I saw today that Adam Twenty Two's net worth was like one hundred and thirty grand. I feel like it should be more than that. Well, yeah, but you know, you got to see. Just because you're associating with greatness doesn't make you great. That's true. And you know what, though, I bet Lena's net worth is bigger than his. Yeah, everything's in his mama's name because he know better. There you go. Yeah, All right. I'm, I'm uh, saying it's that way. Hey, let me, give you, yeah, let me get the last uh, I have to do this because like it, it blew my mind when I listened to the album for the first time my initial I hate this album wasn't actually supported by my second listen numbers I ended up giving it a 2.9 so it's like just below average instead of it being complete trash that's higher like, than it, I would expect you to give it yeah exactly absolutely exactly. agree exactly like he had a yeah you know like i said he had some fours you know strung through there and then some stuff i thought was just average like so to me i'm not going to add it to any of my personal playlists or anything but i like at listening to it twice i can see why people gravitate towards his music not him necessarily but like, i can understand people be like oh yeah this fits in this era i can't see people driving down the street playing his music but you know what i mean like there's a time and a place for the reggaeton Latin vibes and, and yelling in people's faces, you know? So I don't know. I think the pressure got to him. 
with this project. So it's like, I don't think it's as good as his other ones. Like I said, I went back and listened to them, but 2.9, I surprised myself uh, with how much the numbers didn't support my, I hate this album. Like I thought it would. John, you gave it album of the year. Absolutely not. No, I'm, I'm down with you. 2.5, 2.4, 2.3, maybe this it's, I just don't like it. There isn't any substance. It's not cohesive. It's not the beats aren't all there. That like it's just no. I'm okay. I'll put it in the trash can. Yeah, it's easily the worst album we've reviewed so far. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, should we do unfair to compare? Oh yeah, I'm interested in who's going first. Like, which of the two artists? Uh, all right, so this week we're gonna do Paul Wall and Riff Raff. Um, mm-hmm. So all right, Paul Wall. Everyone agrees, Paul Wall. Oh, yeah, it's hands right. down. Cool. See you next week. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> all right. So, oh, man. All right. So, all right. Just a bit of trivia. Uh, so, Paul Wall rose to prominence uh, during the Southern takeover of the mid-2000s. During the Houston takeover. Like, not yeah, even just the South. During Houston. Yeah. Houston. Um, his first album, Chick Magnet, which nobody heard unless you were from Houston, yeah. actually debuted at 54 on Billboard. Yeah. Oh wow! Houston has a huge following even before, you know, they hit the mainstream like that. Yeah. So his next album that everybody listened to was number one and went platinum. Yeah. Now, he was nominated for a Grammy in two thousand and seven, well after that album was released. Does anybody know why? What track he was nominated for? Which one was the Grammy? Uh, oh, not off the top of my head. No, I have no idea. Grills with Nelly. Oh yeah, 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 that's not surprising though. That was a big wow. It was a big record. Yeah, being from St. Louis, like you take it for granted, you know what I mean? Because you used to hear Nelly all the time. Right. But you know, right, it was a big yeah. record. Like, but good uh, for him. Yeah, he got to start in two thousand two with Color Change and Click, Millionaire, oh. and they were, which is crazy because they were beefing when they both rose to prominence. Yeah, well, see, you hear them talk about it. That's when they left Swisher House, though, mm-hmm. when they both started picking up steam, and Slim Thug was there, and Slim Thug left, too. And to hear no, Paul no, no, talk... Didn't Paul Wall stay with Swisher House with Mike Jones? For a little for a little while. But yeah, so... But that was the thing, is like he's like, when people separate that came up in a group together, everybody has a thing where they want to prove to everybody that they didn't need the other person. Right. You know what I mean? Like... So I can see Paul doing his thing. And obviously we know what Chameleon I went on to do. And I think everybody, like they didn't get back together after Paul left just based on the egos alone. But, but yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, definitely Paul Wall stepped away, but uh, I think he kept it 100% to this day, the same way he started doing it. Like, like you could pick up any of his projects from 2002 to 2020 and you know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. So I feel like most people kind of stop listening to Paul Wall after people's champ, like the, when the, when the South kind of, you know, wasn't as prominent. Um, but yeah, when, as I was looking uh, his next album, get money actually got fantastic reviews. Didn't sell shit, but it got really good uh, reviews. Yeah. But that's the problem. Like he was, he was the, I hate to say this the way I say it, but I have it written down this way even, that he was the suburban face for the Houston movement. Yeah. 
Like yep. he was, he was easily attached, easily seen family friendly. You know what I mean? Like, cause he looked like a caricature mm-hmm. for what was going on down there. And it's bad to say it like that, but he's not white privilege in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, so even though he was the poster child, it wasn't white privilege because his music backed up what he was doing. You could put any of his stuff versus anything that was coming out of Houston at that time. And you'd have no, no problem saying like, yo, that's, that's on par to the point that the people on Paul's music were the same people that Paul was featuring on. Like they were so tight knit that everybody was just like, nah, he, he's me. I am him. Yeah. I feel like it's also worth mentioning that he, he did, he has made a decent amount of money building jewelry. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how you get, that's how he got his connections. I mean, there's no, yeah, no if ands or buts about it. But he got that hustle, and it's what it is. Like, I think him and Chameleon Air work together as well as Royce and M do because they're both the same type of person. You know what I mean? Like, they go in the booth, and you know exactly what you're going to get every Only time. Only the whole nine would have stayed together. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd have been the whole nine. <laughs> but after going back and listening to the Paul Wall stuff and going through it, I'm like, yo, I would love to hear a 2021 Color Changing Clip Project. Yeah, well, Chameleon Air is busy with them hedge funds. Hey, I mean, he's making his money, but he does oh, features. Yeah, he, is. He, 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 he's done a couple of features. I'd have to go back and look it up. But he's, you know, he did I'm on one and some other ones in the yeah. last couple of years. So, but I mean, if anybody calls him, I, it'd have to be Paul. You know what I mean? Like, right. how could Paul not call him? Dude? Can be like, you know what? <laughs> nah. You know what I mean? He could, but I just don't see it going down like that. You know, it won't be a whole, yeah. you know, 20 track or whatever, but. Yeah, my only real beef with Paul Wall, and I don't know why I remember this, but I saw an interview where he had talked about rapping, and he said it's the easiest shit in the world to write down words and make them rhyme. And and my my initial thought to that was, some of your tracks sound like that's all you did. Yeah, but that's all a refresh track sound like that though. No, 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 I'm talking about Paul Wall, but but yeah, you're right. I'm just (laughs) he says he goes, I know, I know, because he's talking about riffraff. And I agree with that. Yeah, but that's what, but I mean, I get it. But I mean, which one of your white hip hop artists that go out there and talk more than they should is not going to embarrass themselves like that? You know what I mean? Even Post Malone went out there and was like, yo, I don't listen to rap music to have anything of substance. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. Like, you could tell Paul, he's probably more of a different type of listen. He probably doesn't even listen to the type of music he makes the same way we feel about Post Malone. And I think that's really what he was getting at. It's like, hey, it's not hard to do this, which is why freestyling and everything, like the way Houston came up, wasn't such a big thing. Like, so, yeah. So, yeah, I get, I get why you got a little beef with him, but I can I can see it's just him talking. John, you a Paul Wall fan? So, you know, I don't have a diverse background in music here. I don't have uh, these vast... Um, discographies to draw on like you and Dwayne do. Uh, So I listened to the top 10 hits on Spotify, at least the top five that I could play. And uh, yes, I lean towards Paul Wall because I think that the top five stuff at least is, is better music than Riff Raff. I'm glad you said that because that's what I did with Riff Raff. I listened, listened to his top tracks because I I knew of Riff Raff, the character, not Riff mm-hmm. Raff, the musician. So 
Here's all right. So here's my what I've gathered with Riff Raff. He got his start with Andy Milanakis. Um, no, before that, before that, that's the earliest thing I could find. Nah, he was managed by the same people who were from Swisher House, like right as everybody else was leaving. Oh lord. Yeah. So like his mixtape, like Apple Music might not have it, but he's got like forty mixtapes or something. Yeah. Like that. No, I skipped the mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like he got they're going that route you know so but it wasn't like till he got around andy that he got around diplo and diplo is who helped release his actual first project yeah so i listen i listen to like the album tracks um absolute garbage not a good song i listen to at all no no parts of it in any way shape or form um, my only notes that I have is some dumbass gave this dude half a million dollars two years ago. Um, yeah. He's got some sexual assault charges that he settled out of court. Um, you know, garbage human beings. Fuck this dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I can, there is not. All right, the only good thing I can say about this dude is I like his album titles. Hey, he stays on brand. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. Like, like he's one hundred percent on brand. You can't shake him from it. So like. <laughs> I think that he can rap. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make no sense, but, you know, like, he's consistent. He's got his cadence down. Like, he's 100% him. I'm not yeah. a fan of him. You know what I mean? Nobody but should I, be. It's- <laughs> but I can see that he's talented. You know, I think that he should have done good, but I think Houston, I think the industry just moved on from Houston when he started getting popular. I don't even, I would not, I would say calling him talented is an absolute stretch. I would say marketable is the correct word. (laughs) See, I've got him as like a second tier artist. Like I'd put him in like the same category as Is there only two tiers? (laughs) No, no, no. no. Well, I I can put it, like I said, I put him in the same category as I would Lil B. Like, like he's, like people, he's got fans and his music is what it is. Like you don't like it or you like it and that's fine. But um, my other note would be like he's like Little Flip if he never had his two big songs. Do you think the Juggalos would like Riff Raff? I think that there would be a subgroup of the Juggalos who would potentially like Riff Raff. Like I, if he came out on the stage at the gathering, I don't think he would be the one to get pelted with shit. The, they call that <laughs> they call that the Bubba Sparks Award. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I think that he's like he's interesting enough that you know he's he's a comic of himself. You know, I mean? like he's like he's not what needs to be up there with them. Like, so I don't think that he's great by any means. But here's 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 what I actually had wrote down for you is like I remember liking Neon Icon when it first came out. And I thought that he could translate well to radio just based on Houston, but it was well after that, that it came out. Right. And how to be a man remix was on the project with both slim thug and Paul wall. And I listened to how slim and Paul just rode right in the pocket. And it just exemplifies how far behind the curve riffraff <laughs> in Houston. <laughs> like, Slim Thug is cool, you know what I mean? He's, like, to me, he's a step down from Paul Wall. And then Riff Raff is even farther behind that. So I'm like, there to me, this is unfair to compare for Riff. Like, they're similar, both from Houston, both white guys, both released projects in 2020. Nobody listened to any of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's backtrack a minute. John, are you familiar? I'm learning so much about music yeah, today. John, this you, is the awesome. Are you familiar with what the Bubba Sparks Award is? <laughs> no, All man. Right, so. People throw – hold on. As a Juggalo person, you would sit there and go, yeah, I'm going to throw this thing yeah, yeah. at somebody that's All on right, stage. So I don't – it and wasn't the like, first gathering because I'm pretty sure the first gathering was, was just ICP and their people. But when they started having guest artists, so the first year they had guest artists, Bubba Sparks performed, and he was pelted with shit and booed off stage. So <laughs> the, the, the Juggalos, the fan base, have decided to pick one artist every year to do that to. Oh, that's terrible. And it's called the Bubba Sparks Award. And now people go up on stage and they're, they're mad if they don't get pelted with no, shit. No, no, no. Like, the ones that get pelted with shit are still mad as fuck. But they, because they don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... You can like, only get, like, one or two songs before they gotta leave, yeah. Yeah, and the, these people, I feel like, just didn't do their research. Like... <laughs> like, if you're gonna perform at, a, at the Gathering of the Juggalos, you kind of gotta know what you're getting yourself into and know if your style of music is gonna fit. So, like, yeah. like one year it was Tila Tequila. And like, dude, like they they hurt her. Like she got hurt. Yeah, but she had to know better. Like her yes yeah. man who was booking her shows knew better. Oh, for sure. Like, oh yeah, was nothing about did it maliciously. Yeah, yeah. And she had to get told that for a reason. Like you know what I mean? There was no reason she should have even thought that that was a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, we're all going with Paul Wall, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Hands down, absolutely. Unfair Paul Wall. Okay. Cool. Yeah, unfair to compare. That's perfect. What y'all recently add to your library? I got three. Like, three three nice ones since that's kind of what we're going for. I got one you'll probably like called I Don't Care by Lowborn. All one word, L-O-W-B-O-R-N. It's for uh, fans of Johnny Craig's, like, pop rock singing style. Oh, I'm all over that. I love Johnny Craig. Yeah, some as a musician, some... not as a person. Trash, trash person. Human <laughs> being, yeah. Probably an iPad for you. Um, but yeah, so that pop rock singing with that kind of popish instrumental vibe to it. So uh, you'll definitely like that. Uh, I don't care about Lowborn. Uh, my other one came out a couple weeks ago, but I just got around to actually putting it on the list. Uh, Save Me by Jelly Roll, two words, J-E-L-L-Y space R-O-L-E for fans of acoustic rock, southern yeah, rock, soul. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're familiar with Jelly, you should already know kind of what to expect, except for he's just not rapping on it. He's all singing. Yeah. Uh, and my last one is Evil Genius by Abe Parker, A-B-E space P-A-R-K-E-R. Uh, it's for like fans of like Mike Posner, Black Bear, Swayze, kind of like summer vibes, R&B, ignorant pop kind of thing. Uh, so, but yeah, those are my, my three newest ones. John, what you got? Well, the last thing that I added to my playlist um, was a guy. Um, actually, I don't even know who it's by, but it was Benjamin Cambridge is the song. It's by Indulge. It's a lo-fi, uh, just this chill. Man, it's just a chill vibe. I'm really getting into that lo-fi stuff oh, where they yeah. – I mean, and I can go on and on and listen. I mean, I've I've heard some remixes. Dwayne was playing some the other day, and I, 
I heard this remix to a song that was in lo-fi and cut. And I was just like mesmerized by it. I couldn't even understand that they changed this really, really already good song into this other whole different thing and changed it completely. But it was still a great song. You ever listen to Vaporwave? And it, I wouldn't be able to, to say that I have by the name. No, no Vaporwave is a genre. Oh, well, I don't know. Introduce me to uh, it. So I just, uh, it's difficult to explain. Uh, it's like elevator music yeah. in the in the 80s and 90s, but slowed down and better. Um, check, check out Vaporwave and also check out uh, Chilled Cow on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Well, Chilled Cow is one of my go-tos. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Vaporwave. I have to write a note. Uh, yeah, so like, I guess a good introduction to Vaporwave is, uh, shit, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> this is what I do, uh, ask questions. Macintosh Plus, I think was it. Yeah, check out the artist Macintosh Plus. Macintosh. The album is called Floral Shop. But, uh, Okie dokie. what else you got on your recently added? That was it. It was just, just a bunch just of that, that. stuff. Right. Yeah, buddy. I got the new Busy Bone single, Murder for Hire, uh, which yeah. I don't think is as good as Black Milk, but uh, album album does drop next week. So maybe maybe we'll do that next week. Maybe. I don't know. I got I got to look up see what's coming out next week. Yeah. Uh, I also got Lil Tracy, Messy, um, which is is cool. If if you like Lil Tracy, it's it's fine. Uh, it was that's Lil Peep's boy. Um, and then I got Velveteers, uh, Philophobia. Um, I have fallen down a complete Velveteers rabbit hole. It's it's like Billie Eilish ish, uh, kind of over over lo-fi beats. Um, I just found out too that she's dating Diveliner. I don't know if you guys have listened to Diveliner. I pretty sure if i've encouraged you to i am a full-fledged dive liner fan at this point um so i'm kind of hoping they do a duo dive album or something hmm, that'd be interesting yeah all right got a couple of things to listen yeah, to yeah for sure all right so uh next week we will talk about boating accidents and why it's safe to fly an airplane with no training yeah. Hey, All is right. that Manson coming out next week? Yeah, Manson is coming out next week. Not that I think we should do it, but uh, you know, it's one of those things. Oh, I like never the single. Young, yeah, yeah, me too. Young boy never broke again. I think is the big one coming out next week. Okay, cool. As far as hip hop goes. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Light up. See you, bud. All right.